This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. The question is frequently asked this evening, why are we doing slichas tonight? It's late enough. Many of us would uh, prefer being sleeping. Why are we doing slichas badafka tonight? It's not like the rest of the days of slichas. We do it at night. For the same price, we could do slichas tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Why would Dafka do slichas tonight, right around the time of Chatzos? What's so special? What's so important? What's the significance of doing slichas at this hour? Many answers are given to this question. We've suggested many possibilities over the years. But it just hit me this evening, perhaps, a new understanding behind this tradition. At least for this year. This week, we read together Parshas Kisavai. And in Parshas Kisavai, we read the Teichacha. And the Teichacha in Parshas Kisavai is much more severe than the Teichacha that we find in Bichu Kaisai. And the Teichacha in this past Parsha doesn't end on a high note. The Arachayim HaKadosh speaks this out. He asks it as a question. Why in the Teichacha in Parshas Bichu Kaisai does it end with a more optimistic ending? Ends on a high note, don't worry, we'll be okay. And yet this week's parasha ends off with bleak, depressing, no real positive outlook. And the answer is, I think it's Badafka like that. Because when we read Parshish Kisava, we were holding right before Rosh Hashanah. We need to read and to remind ourselves how scary the world can really be. When we read through the Teichacha, and I'm, I'm sure everyone thought about this when they read the Psukim, of all the various tragedies that have befallen the Jewish people, if you looked carefully at the Psukim, it pretty much touched upon every element of our lives. In the Terechacha, we discussed the idea of wealth and poverty, something which is on everyone's mind. In the Terechacha, we discussed what will happen to our children. Psukim discussed children will be born, they'll be taken away, this, that, and the other. It discusses our children. And obviously, the, in the Terechacha, it also discussed the way the nations of the world retreat us. All the major issues the things that we think about, the things that we stress about, the things that we worry about, we read about in the Teichacha. Why? Because we're supposed to remind ourselves that the world can be and has been a very scary place. And tragedy is not something new to us as a people. And we should not take for granted that in this upcoming year will be what we want or what we hope for just because why shouldn't it be? Because tragedy is something that has befallen us in our history. We read the Teichah and we remind ourselves, tragedy is real. There are people that live with tragedy. There are times in history that are very difficult. And we shouldn't take for granted, or think for one second that it can't happen to us. The, the, the very depressing things that we read in Parshish let's not think for ourselves, oh, not for me. That's for Yen, and that's for the neighbor, that's for the guy down the block. Let me know, I'm going to be good. Shalom alay nafshi, everything will be fine by me. Keep no, I'm okay. But Davka, we read Slichas, we start Slichas this evening. Because if we wait till tomorrow morning, then it's old news already. We forgot about the Teichacha, we forgot about what it says, we're already on to the next parsha. Tonight, we still have a chance. We still have that per- small chance to still remind ourselves of what we read a few hours ago. The very detailed, difficult Teichacha that we read, and I'm sure when everyone read it, they were thinking to themselves, we saw this. This is Jewish history. This was the Holocaust. 
This was the Crusades. We all saw, we all read, we all know. And we're supposed to remind ourselves that it's a very scary future because of a very scary past as well. And we don't know what Tavshin Pei Gimel is going to bring us. We have no idea. But we do know that there have been some very difficult years in Kalah Yisrael's history. We do know there is no, no, no limit of the tsaris that can befall the world and the Jewish people. The purpose of saying Slichas tonight after the Teicha is to scare us, to remind us, to awaken in us that we have a lot at stake. And we need to be ready. We need to be prepared mentally, emotionally, spiritually for the upcoming Yom Adin. The Chavetz Chaim, when he was running his yeshiva and rather did something which was very brazen, so to say, he brought in a very young Rosh Yeshiva, Rav Naftali Trapp. He's only 30 years old at the time. Not only did he bring him in to say the shir, he brought him in and he asked him to give shmuzim during the month of Elul, which was not typical of a Rosh Yeshiva, more of the Mashkiach's job. But the Chavetz Chaim felt that Rav Naftali had what to offer to the Talmidim to be ma'orer during this period of time. And one of the shmuzim that Rav Naftali gave left such an impression on one of his students, Shlom Haiman, who ultimately came to America, was the Rosh Hashim in Tervedas, until his untimely passing. And Rav Naftali Trump made this following observation. We say in the slichas, we'll say it tonight in Mr. Shem, in all of the slichas, we say the following words. We say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Loi B'chesev, Loi B'maisim, Ba'lofanecha. Hashem, we don't come to you with a long list of kind of good deeds that we did. We don't show up with a list that says, look at all I accomplished this year. But rather, We show up like paupers, like poor people. And what do we do, says the, what do we read in the Slicha? We bang on the door, we knock on the door. Ask the Naftali Trump, ask the famous Granat. What does it mean, you bang on the doors? That, that connotates a very loud bang. We translate in English, pounding on the doors. He says, when did, you, when did you ever see an Ani who pounds on doors? A person comes to your house collecting a mushal, he pounds on the door. He knocks lightly, he rings the bell maybe once or twice. To pound on the door, the fakhnu on the door? Said him Naftali Trump, it depends what the Ani is collecting for. If an Ani is coming because he has chayvis, he has bills, he has debt, so he'll knock on the door lightly. But if the Ani has a child at home who's dying, who needs medication, who needs food, because if it's not now, it's death. Says Rav Naftali, he's going to pound on the door. Because when, not, when, when this is your last resort, you pound on the door. Says Rav Naftali, Trump he told his Talmidim and Radha, we have to look at ourselves that this is it. This is the end of the line. If we don't pound on the door, we're done. We need to remind ourselves that this is a very serious day coming up. It's not just a question of, okay, it would be nice, I'll make a request, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, hopefully he'll listen. No, no, we need to pound on that door. We need to make sure we get our request in because it's now or never. Extremely scary to think about. We don't know what this upcoming year is going to bring us. There are so many issues that we struggle with. The economy, anti-Semitism, there still is a war in Ukraine. There's a lot of unknowns that we deal with. Besides for our own personal issues and our personal lives. Now is the time. we got to bang on the door. Can't knock lightly. It's not the time for knocking lightly. Now we got to pound. We have things that we need and we want and we're scared. The only way to do so is when we turn to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. We all know we mentioned in the share last week that one of the reasons why we have four days of Slichas is because we need to be like a carbon 
that goes through a four-day beaker, four-day of inspection before it's ready to bring a carbon. We all know this comment, Mr. Brewer quotes it from the Yerab, I'm sure we've all heard it since we were little kids. Did we ever stop and think what that actually means? That we say slichas for four days to prepare us for when we're going to be brought as a carbon? What does that mean? We're going to be brought as a carbon on Rosh Hashanah? So I think the answer is, is it's not that we're going to be brought as a carbon, but we're going to come on Rosh Hashanah and we're going to offer our best plea to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Here, Hashem, this is the reason why you should give me all that I'm asking for. But what are we bringing to the table? What is our plea? What do we have to show? That's what we say in the in the slicha. We don't have that much to bring to the table. What are we going to say? We did a little stuck here. We did a little chesed here. We don't have that much to bring to the table. It's very scary. We don't have that much to offer. What's our big plea for all the things we want? That's perhaps why we work on slichas during these days. We need to remind ourselves, prepare ourselves to have what to bring as a carbon, as what to offer HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a trade. Here, this is what I'm offering you. What is it? So perhaps we offer HaKadosh Baruch Hu one of the most precious things that we have. That's our sleep. We love sleep. Humans love to sleep. We need sleep. That's the one thing we give up probably the most during these days. is sleep, precious sleep. We get up early, every community does it. We get up early to come and say slichas. Look what I'm giving up for you, Hashem. I'm giving you the most precious thing that I have. Maybe sometimes even more precious than money. is sleep. I'm showing you, that's what I'm bringing to the table. I'm giving up a little bit of me. Of what's dear and close to me. Because I want to get close to you, HaKadosh Baruch and we walk around tired, and we're a little bit uh, cranky, but we have to really think about what we're doing. We're not just getting up for the sake of getting up so we can have time in our day to do what we need to do. We're giving up because we want to bring something to the table. We need to bring something to the table. Because if we don't, where does that leave us? What do we have to show? Do we feel comfortable enough on our deeds of last year up against whatever else we did wrong last year? I don't. I think it's a risky investment. So here we have a chance to come to the table, show HaKadosh Baruch what we have. But Slichas is more than just a recitation of the Psukim and the Vidoy. Slichas is supposed to be a hachon. It's supposed to be a preparation for the davening. And it's a shame where so many people have a very beautiful Slichas and they sleep through davening. Because they're tired. A Slichas is supposed to set the stage for our entire day. It's supposed to change our day. A day with sleep is supposed to be a different day. Not just because we're tired. Not just because we're cranky. But because we got up in the morning and we said, oh, we realized Hashamnu, Baganu, our shortcomings, our mistakes. We realized what we need to work on. That changes our entire day. That vidu that we say in Slichas, that realization of Shema Keleinu, Hashem Alekeinu, that should change our entire day. Everything we do is a different Everything, every interaction is different. Every business dealing is different. Because we started our morning with the realization that we need to bring something special to the table. If we look at slichas as that, as an opportunity to get closer to Hashem instead of an annoyance and a discomfort and a pain, it changes our entire hachana for the Yimei din. It changes our entire attitude. It won't make us less tired, I guarantee. You'll still need coffee but it will change your entire day. Your entire day will be 
will be based on the assumption that I'm doing this for myself, I'm doing this to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm doing this because I need to bring something to the table. Because there's too much at risk. Look at what last year brought us. Look what previous years brought us. We've seen, of course we've never seen, we never lived through the Holocaust. But we've seen difficult situations. We went through a pandemic together. Baruch Hashem, we're still here to talk about it. It wasn't easy. It was not an easy time. It was scary. We lost a lot of people. We were worried. We were nervous. We got through it, Baruch Hashem. It wasn't easy. We have no idea what's in store. We hope and we pray for only good. But we can't take that chance. Mr. Shem, as we get ready to start the Slichas this evening, and really, Magen Avram writes that this is the beginning of the Yom Neroyim, let's remind ourselves of what we read in the Teichacha. That there is, there has been, a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. A lot of tragedy. A lot of sorrow. We don't want that for this upcoming year. We don't want Tav Shem Pei Gimel to be a year of sorrow and, and loss and heartache and pain and stress and a year of fighting, a year of danger. We want it to be a year of Moli Simcha, a year where we can all have a year that will bring Shalom to us, to our families, Parnasa Berevach, all the things that matter to us that we want for this upcoming year. We've got to do something to get there. It's not going to form in Shemayim on its own. That's what the Teicha reminds us. That there is a lot of hurt around. Mr. Hashem will take the Yom Neroim seriously, starting with the Slichas this evening. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu should see that we're bringing something to the table. We're bringing a lot to the table. We have a lot to offer. Mr. Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us a year of all good. A year of only Shalom. A year of Bracha. A year of good Mazel. A year... Where we don't hear of tsarish, we don't know of tsarish, we don't experience tsarish. A year where all our tefillah should be answered with toiva. A year we should be able to enjoy the ravchus, families, Kla Yisrael. A year Moli Simcha, and Baruch should send all of us all the brachas and yeshuas that we need for ourselves and for all of Kla Yisrael.